Welcome to the Midweek Social on All Villa, No Filler. This week's guest is Priyanka Jasraj from the Villa Bellas. Priyanka, welcome to All Villa, No Filler. Thanks for having me, Frankie. <laughs> yep, anytime. So uh, first off, you know, um, the Villa Bellas, they're a relatively new supporters group. Sure. Can you just tell us who they are? Yeah, so uh, we are a fan club. Uh, recognised by Villa, we're part of the FCG, the Fan Consultation Group, um, who was set up by a lovely lady called Sarah. Um, so we are basically the voice of women at Villa. Um, our aim is to, I guess, stamp out misogyny and, and sexism in, in the sport, particularly within um, Aston Villa Football Club. We want to empower and, and raise the voices of women, girls and non-binary people um, in football. And as I said, in particular, Aston Villa Football Club. Um, so we focus on supporters, players, staff, the local community. Um, and yeah, we're just there to support inclusion and diversity and hopefully work with other diversity groups within the club, uh, which we've been doing a bit lately. Um, so looking to see where we can grow and what more we can do. Okay, so kind of what um, you know inspired you to, to, to join the Bellas and kind of what's like the social side of it like as well? You know, do you, do you get to meet up with quite a few other other fans? So what inspired me to join was, um, I guess I've I've been into football majority of my life and right, yeah. growing up and, you know, being in the community that I'm in and being from Northwest London, having no geographical relationship to Birmingham or anything. It was, it wasn't easy. Um, and so I think I kind of had to like fight my way through it and prove that I was allowed to be a football fan, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I think for women, it's it's a bit of a battle sometimes. I think there are assumptions made, you know, women watch football because they think the players are good looking or, you know, just yeah. not really very justifiable reasons. Um, and I think at the time, I actually was made aware of Her Game 2 first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd reached out to one of the lead members at Her Game 2. And through that is when I got connected to Sarah um and so then we had a conversation so there's three of us there's like a lead team at Villa Bellas of five people three of us are part of her game too as well and the way we kind of see it working is if you've got Villa on one side um and you've got her game too on the other side I guess Villa Bellas are kind of the middle man essentially um or can even see it as a triangle um so we tried to work with both and we're doing what we can with her game to leverage leveraging their partnerships and the work that they've done and trying to implement that at villa um as far as as the social side of it goes we haven't done a huge amount yet i think we're still trying to build up our presence mm-hmm. um very recently a couple of weeks ago i went to the west ham away game and i met up with danny who is also a villa bella um mm-hmm. People may know her as Bedford Lions, yeah. Um, but yeah, she. So we met up, and um, it was it was great. And we we put out a bit of content that day, just as a way of drumming up a bit of um, attention as Villa Bellas, but also to kind of say, you know, wherever you go, if you're especially if you're a fe- if you're a female going to a game alone, whether that be home or away, you've got someone there. You're going to have someone from Villa Bellas that is likely to be at, at a game, and we want you to be able to come to us and say, mm-hmm. we're going to this game any of you there let's meet up let's have a drink and that's basically what I did all day and got to meet a bunch of new people and and had a great time so we're looking to improve on that and we're looking to hopefully do something um this summer to to try and get like a social a big social thing together um Mm -hmm. it's a work in progress (laughs) 
Yeah, well, more power to you. And, you know, um, you've mentioned her game too as well. Um, mm-hmm. There might be a few people who aren't too aware of what they are as well. So would you be able to just describe what her game too is as well? Yeah, sure. So kind of similar to what I touched on in terms of what Villabellas do, mm-hmm. um, but her game too work across the whole football pyramid. Um Right from grassroots up, um, and again, their aim is to stamp out misogyny and sexism in the game. Um, So in working with them, we get to work with the wider football community at all levels um, to support the campaign and its aims and to help support its uh, or deliver its strategy even. Um, But they've got ambassadors or spokespeople for pretty much majority of the football clubs that you could could name. Um, I think... Don't quote me on this, uh, but I think the first Premier League fixture was uh, Leeds United versus, versus Manchester United last season, where Leeds United players came out wearing her game two t-shirts. Okay, yeah. And I think that kind of set benchmark. And the aim was, especially around International Women's Day this season, they were trying to get as many fixtures and as much presence and awareness um, to help support young girls going all the way up and helping uh, supporting women in football. So it's something that we're working on at Villa. It's conversations that we're having at the moment for both a women's game and a men's game. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully we get somewhere with that um, and get those fixtures locked in before the end of the season. Right. And, you know, why do you think it is important that stuff like her game too and the Villa Bellas exist? Um, I guess you kind of touched on it yourself. You know, it's a very much a, a man's world or always has kind of been perceived as a man's world. Yeah. And I think women really have to fight for their place in it. You know, from my own experience, I feel like I've had to fight to have my opinions sound valid enough to to be considered. And, um, you know, there, there are too many instances where women will be at games and be mistreated in some way, shape or form, or even mm-hmm. online, you know, the amount of trolling that happens. Um, it's generally because they're a woman um yeah and I think it's really important to ensure that you know as a wider community it's accepted that you know men and women can have equal opinions and can have an equal voice and just because a woman is watching a man a man's a men's team or a Mm -hmm. team with male players doesn't mean that they don't have any right to watch it or don't have any right to any opinions um so I think, yeah, it's it's something that's probably been a lot, should have been stamped out a long time ago. Oh, yeah. um, but I'm glad that there's organizing organizations out there that are finally getting their voices heard. And you know, how does it feel to see you know Aston Villa kind of been involved with the Villa Bellas, and also you know that Aston Villa have finally, it's probably long overdue, um, yeah. set up a women's team in the last few years as well. Like how does you know, and particularly the women's team now under Carla Ward seems to be doing so well uh, in the last yeah. few months. You know, how does it feel to see all that? Uh, proud is probably <laughs> the, the word I, I'd use. Um, yeah, I, I think, like I said, it's been, it's been a long time coming, but to see the support that we've gotten, um, and, and do you know, not specifically just for Villabellas, but diver- all the diversity fan groups out there, I think it's really important. And there seems to be a lot of support behind the scenes, Um with people in quite senior positions that are willing to help and willing to support us in whichever way they can. Mm. Um, so that's been, that's been great to see. Um, and I know that a lot of kind of internal decisions that are being made, you know, there've been conversations recently um, about potential sponsorship rumors for next season. And, you know, we were contacted, Villa Bellas were contacted about 
um, the controversy surrounding that. And, you know, it's been received quite well with the conversations that have been had with people internally um, in terms of ensuring that, you know, they're considerate, they 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 understand where our concerns are, are coming from. So um, I think that in itself speaks volumes because I don't know if that would have happened about five years ago. Right. Okay. And well, it's, it's good to hear that kind of that growth uh, is happening and, you know, it, it is the more greater awareness of it, from, not just from, you know, fans, but also the club itself as well. Um, yeah. I just want to ask you as well, you know, you're a, you're a huge Aston Villa fan. So how did that support come about? How did, how did you <laughs> become an Aston Villa fan? Um, so my, it's from my dad. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. My dad was, long story short, was born in Tanzania. Um, yeah. and used to follow English football quite a lot. Um, <laughs> right, he used yeah. to write to clubs, and I believe Villa Norwich used to write back. Um, right, okay. So he was kind of toying between the two, and I'm very glad I don't have to wear yellow and green. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he used to have like magazines and stuff delivered to his address in in Tanzania. He's actually got this whole scrapbook. It's quite incredible, really. Mm. Um, loads of cuttings out and stuff. Um. And on there, it's got his Tanzanian dress and there's like a whole shrine dedicated to um, Andy Gray. And at the back is like an accounting sheet with all the transfers in and out, how much they went Whoa. for and how much they were signed for. And yeah, that kind of stuff. It, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, right. So when my brother and I were born, it was like, you support Villa, you're out of my house. So <laughs> it's like, I kind of need somewhere to live. I guess I'm supporting Villa then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as of... The season before promotion season, um, we got season tickets then. So mm-hmm. when we beat Wolves, uh, I think it was 4 0, was it 4 1 in March? Oh, yeah, 4 1, I think it was. Yeah. 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 So I was on I was on a high, I was at home watching it alone, and I was like, we're getting promoted. I want to get season <laughs> tickets. I don't know what came over me. So I said to my yeah. dad and my brother, you know, I don't care about you guys. I'm I'm getting a season ticket whether you want to or not. <laughs> right. um, and then, yeah, we became season ticket holders as of our promotion season. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've been going ever since, which is a commitment going up from London <laughs> every yeah, other week. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's great fun. and I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, like as well, you know, we, we ask on this, on the midweek social that we're on, like, you know, do, do you have a, particular favorite memory at all this point Villa. and obviously you've probably developed quite a few now have getting the season ticket and getting to go down yeah um I think the obvious one is probably the championship playoff final and yeah. so I'm probably going to sound pretty cliche saying yeah, it but it genuinely... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have mine upstairs somewhere. <laughs> right, yeah. um but it, it has to be up there I mean yeah. the sheer high from that day was just it was unbelievable um yeah. I literally said to my family, I was like, I don't need anything else in my life now. I'm that content from this day. <laughs> um, but other than that, I, maybe the first time I went to Villa Park, which took my dad a good few years to, to take me. I think I was nine. Um, right. We were playing West Ham at home. It was back in 2002. Uh, we won 2-1 then. Um, probably also my first second City derby great memory Um, and there's actually two Sheffield United games that I'd probably call out weirdly enough the comeback game when we were 3-0 down um, and everyone was leaving and um, (laughs) our one rule is we don't leave before the full-time whistle so very glad I didn't but also in when I was 14 trying to do the math in my head I can't even do that math in my head Uh, so in 2007 uh, we played Sheffield United at home we won and um 
I was a pretty big Gareth Barry fan at the time. Um, yeah. Some might say I was slightly obsessed with him. Posters of him on my wall, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I remember we'd gone to the shop to just go and check it out. And Liam Ridgewell was pulling out the gates. So we went to get his autograph. And next thing you know, all the players started coming out. So we kept getting loads of autographs, kept getting loads of autographs. And then we had to leave because we were meeting uh, some family in Leicester for dinner. And the next thing you know, all I hear is Gareth Barry, Gareth Barry. (laughs) Running back. (laughs) um legged it back and managed to get back in time and then I've got the scarf here but I got him to sign the scarf (laughs) lovely I slept with it every day for about a month (laughs) probably shouldn't admit that but I did um so yeah that was also probably one of my top memories (laughs) that's awesome I I feel like I vaguely remember that game because I went to Sheffield University and I think it was there at the time and I feel like I remember watching I'm sure I remember watching Villa Sheffield United on TV when I was up there. I think it was 3 0. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember I went to Bramall Lane to see Villa play there and we drew 2 2 in like 2007. Yeah. That was when it was like, as a student, you could get five pound match tickets. So oh, like nice. the, the dream of that now, my God, five quid a ticket yeah. to Premier League games. <laughs> Absolutely, <really> I know. <laughs> Especially <laughs> um, the cost of living crisis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but you know, you've, uh, so you've been following the Villa for quite a long time and it's been, I think it's fair to say there's been a lot of ups and downs and I think there's been yeah. a, a long period of downs uh, over the last sort of 12 years, though the promotion season was such an up and yeah. from then on, it feels like there's been a growth process with one or two bumps in the road. But, um, you know, how do you think Villa are doing right now under uh, at the man I call Professor Unai Emery? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's safe to say things are definitely looking a lot more positive now, aren't they? Um, yeah. I think the way he connects with the fans, particularly in press conferences, mm. it's probably the first time in a very long time yeah. that I'm feeling confident in the manager, you know, trusting him, trusting the process, his tactics. I mean, don't get me wrong, obviously promotion season was was amazing and I have a lot of love for Dean Smith, but I think the cracks were, were pretty much showing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think tactically it was probably slightly concerning at points. Um yeah obviously under Unai Emery's predecessor. Um, mm. I think a lot of question marks were were raised about um, a huge chunk of our squad. And I think seeing considerable improvement in a lot of the players in just, you know, the space of a few months of him being in charge, you know, bearing in mind that they're practically all players he's inherited himself. Yeah. Um, and probably all players that pretty much regressed under Gerard, yeah. um, I think speaks volumes. Um I hate to say it, but, you know, probably lost a bit of confidence in, in the likes of Wally Watkins, whether he was cut out for it. Um, and obviously seeing him the last seven to ten games and how Emery's transformed him is is incredible. But I think most importantly, like seeing a clear tactical game plan is also nice. I think <laughs> we've been missing that for, for a long time. Um, yeah. You can really you can really see the the kind of stamp that Emery's putting on it. Um and it just seems like a much, much nicer feel um, yeah. amongst the squad, even in the content you see on social media and stuff. It, everyone seems happy, which is it's nice to see. You want to see them smiling, right? Yeah, completely. It's definitely the most kind of elated, I think, I felt as a Villa fan about a manager and where we seem to be going under. I mean, such a long time. I mean, yeah. probably going all the way back to Martin O'Neill, maybe. But even yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you look at Unai Emery, you think you think of what he's won, you know, and where he's finished in various league tables with different teams and think, is this the most high-profile manager 
I've ever seen at Villa. He's yeah, got a, absolutely. Got a up there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like uh, you mentioned kind of the players are improving. You touched, you mentioned Ollie Watkins. Um, hmm. Well, who who do you think has improved the most under Unai Emery since he came in? Probably Ollie Watkins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've still got more to see from Buendia. Uh, I've yeah. I've definitely seen improvement. Um, but I think we've, there's more to see. McGinn. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what has happened. Um, yeah. over the course of Emery's reign but I think his adaptability and Emery's tactics have kind of like particularly since Cameron's been injured I think it's kind of made it feel as though we're not really missing anyone and made it more comfortable I think I was quite worried when Cameron got injured you know how is McGinn gonna gonna fit in obviously mm. you know he I mean to be fair to him he was being played out of position and I I it seems like the system just suits him a lot better. Um, we're getting the best out of him. We're getting that Scotland McGinn out of him, which yeah, is right. which is great to see. Um, but I definitely think he's someone that's improved. Um, I think Tyron Mings probably lost Mings. a lot of confidence under yeah. Gerard. Um, I mean, the way that he was treated, you know, just, I'm not surprised. <laughs> he's got to look me in the eye and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. I know those kind of comments. And that's what I mean, you know, the way that Emery handles the press and conducts his press conferences and connects with them, the positivity that he uses, it's a very different language to to what Gerard used. And I think there's scaremongering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's there's instilling positivity. And yeah, it's clearly bringing out the best in, in some of the players um, that we've got, which I think a lot of people uh, had written off probably a good number of them. Yeah, I mean, completely. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, we even said on the podcast back in kind of like December, I, I think I'd said something like, um, you look at Watkins and Mings and you wonder, like, um, do they just have flaws in the game that's never going to be ironed out? And mm. have they hit their peak? And and yet the the improvement this calendar year, you know, with Watkins scoring all them goals, yeah. Mings now nominated for Player of the Month. and I know. And twice in a row, Emery's been nominated for... Um, well, twice in a row, we've had players and Unai Emery um, nominated, haven't we? Yeah. Which I think says it all. It speaks volumes. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just unbelievable. Like every player's just like gone up gone up a level you know and yeah it's going to be it's fascinating to see kind of you know this summer where we aim to improve the squad you know and if, if I were to ask you that you know this summer with transfers and all that kind of thing is there anywhere mm. any part of the squad you, you think Villa maybe just need to maybe spend quite a bit of money to improve I think we probably do need a bit more depth in defense we probably do need another centre-back mm-hmm. um I know obviously Diego Carlos is back but don't know what what's happening with Courtney yeah. Horse these days. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any other cover, do we? Um, Not really. No. Position. So I think no. definitely somewhere we need to strengthen. Um, I'd give Ashley Young another year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't let him go, and he doesn't <laughs> seem to be stopping anytime soon. He's an absolute machine. <laughs> yes. Um, probably a bit presumptuous, but we haven't seen a lot of John Duran yet, and. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Cameron Arch comes back, whether Emery fancies him or not. But we could possibly need another striker. Yeah. Um, I know there's been calls of bringing Tammy Abraham back. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And maybe an all round midfielder that can play across the midfield, you know, like a Philip Billing or someone like that. Well, okay. Um, That's an interesting one, Billing. I haven't really thought about him, but yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, actually, that being said, don't know how much consistency we can or reliability we can get out of 
Bailey and Traore either. So yeah, that's that's pro- I think that's probably where I'm. I've got my mm-hmm. eye, got my my uh, my eye on that position. I think whether we uh, might spend quite yeah, a lot of money. Not. Yeah, although I guess for for Villa, it's probably hard to find wingers who are consistent. Yeah, kind of the, where we are at the moment is sort of the mid-table level, but you never yeah. know where we'll finish this season. I mean, do you, do you think we can get Europe, or do you think it's maybe just a little late in the day to reach that point? I mean, I'm, I'm all for optimism and positivity, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> I, know, yeah. I think we've got enough games left. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know we've got we've got the second hardest run in. I think towards the yes. end of the season, I think there's there's a stat going around that it's the second hardest. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've got faith in Emery and I've got faith in the way we're playing, but yeah, I think it's a it's a lot to ask. Um, next season, though, I definitely think mm. we'll be pushing. Yeah, especially when Emery gets in a few of his own players, um, mm. and we have more depth in the squad. I think it will be it will be our time to shine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I sit with it. I think we're definitely building some momentum at the moment. I, I compared it. To, to sort of where Newcastle were this time last year, you know, a new manager, yeah. the fans getting behind it, some decent... I mean, we're lucky he didn't go there. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, Glad he turned them down. <laughs> yeah, I dread, dread to imagine where Villa would be if he uh, had gone to Newcastle. Like, I just think, God, who would we have got in in, in November instead of... Uh, Pochettino. <laughs> yeah, well, just give, give him all the money he wants, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, and also you know, Priyanki, you bid that to uh, as a season ticket holder. Um, you know, the most recent game we had, it, we're recording this during the international break. Mm-hmm. You went to the Bournemouth three um, nil. Yeah. What did you make of that performance? So I think that it's quite clear what what Emery's doing. You know, I think the mm. usage of space, the movement on and off the ball, was was pretty notable. Um, players look a lot more comfortable in possession. I think yeah. there was always a nervousness around it before. Um, I think the players are nervous, the fans are nervous, not really sure what they were doing, uh, but you can see clear patterns um, and movement now. And I think particularly the movement that midfielders were, were making to kind of open up those spaces, dragging out the players, you know, direct passing lanes um, to, mm. to the front players rather than moving towards the ball. Uh, that was that was quite clear to see. And you can see in defence as well, you know, they're really slowing down the play. Kronz and Mings and Martinez are taking their time on the ball, drawing those players in. Um, so I think those are probably the most positive things that I could call out from the Bournemouth game. And also actually the last, I guess, 10 to 15 minutes, that consistent pressure mm. that we were putting on Bournemouth is something that we haven't seen for ages and it was quite enjoyable to watch um but I think there were a few concerning moments like Solanke was probably getting in from behind the defense a few times um Mm. so I think that's something that probably needs working on um I guess we're kind of lucky they don't finish their chances yeah but overall I think we did have a strong hold over the game that we did we did have control um the most frustrating part of it, I think, for me is so I sit in the Trinity and everyone around is so negative. <laughs> um, and there's just yep. constant moans and groans. And you know, it's it's annoying because apologies, I don't know if you can hear my dog barking. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um you know, there's constant moans and groans, and it's like, you know, like get the ball up the pitch, yeah, stop yeah. messing about, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I get it, like, you know, there, there have been some nervy moments and it's going to take time to get accustomed to a new new style of play. Mm. Um, 
but you need to have patience. I know we shipped quite a few goals back to back in those yeah, two yeah. four two fixtures, but we've come a long way since then. And you know, I, I think we we really need to just not have negativity at Villa Park. Yeah. And like I said, particularly the people sat around me, you know, it's just take patience, have some patience, take your time with it. And actually just like trust what they're doing. And like I said, because they look more comfortable on the ball as well, the players, mm. I think it's easier to to have a bit more patience. Um, but yeah, we just need to trust what they're doing and get get a better atmosphere going. I think that was seen at the Emirates. It taken a dip. I'd been to the Emirates a few times where the atmosphere was pretty tragic. And the last time I went, it was incredible. Um, it was so good, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really surprising how good it was. Yeah, I don't know if we need to have our own version of the ultras or something going, <laughs> but um, yeah, we need to we need to get that positivity back. And then, to, to be fair, it it was better at the Bournemouth game, but mm. you know, I don't want to keep hearing someone behind me be like, "Get off the pitch!" Yeah. And then you know, having his spit on the back of my head is not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> yeah, I think we we must have been sat very close to each other in the Trinity Road because because I was at the Crystal Palace game before that, and mm. I heard a lot of similar. Um, yeah, rhetoric, but uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, the way I try and look at it is, I just think, you know, I hope, I just hope, because I, I guess this is a new style for our fan base to to observe in person, and mm. I just, I just hope they just get used to it quickly, because this is how Villa yeah. are going to play now, and it's yeah, like all top teams play, isn't it? They keep the ball. It's not you don't panic yeah. and. It basically reminds me of playing football when I was about eight years old, <laughs> you know, in, this, in Birmingham City Centre and all the dads yeah. lined up on the side, the mums and dads just yelling, lump it forward, kick it forward, <laughs> like, just, uh, just, just, just chill, you know, like it's all good. Pro- Professor Unai knows what he's doing, Tara Mings knows what he's doing. Just, yeah, exactly. Chance, you know, um, yeah. So yeah, ho- hopefully that will change, you know, we'll, we'll evolve over time, I guess, and get more use of it. And you're exactly right about the Arsenal Stadium. I just can't believe the atmosphere there now. It's amazing. I know. Drastic yeah. difference. And it's awesome. it's impressive to see. I actually have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. I guess we just, well, Arteta's done an amazing job and it's taken time and, you know, they've gotten to a place now where I guess people have things to be excited about and happy about. And similarly with us, you know, we'll get there. It's just a shame that we've got to get to that point probably yeah. before we can start being positive about it. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it'll, it'll come. That, that's yeah, how it'll, it'll come. But you know, we uh, before we before we wrap up, um, I just want to ask you, you know, we got we got Villa have Chelsea next, mm-hmm. the London club. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, how do you feel about that game? You know, both of them are firmly ensconced in the race for tenth place. Yeah, so, they, <laughs> I enjoyed our like about? half an hour of being tenth before they decided <laughs> to get a draw. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's going to be a good game. Mm. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I kind of think it's going to end in a draw. I'm calling a two-two, yeah. um, but at least at least we're not going to go into it with the attitude. Oh, like Chelsea should be coming and wiping the floor with us. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be probably a very different narrative this time around. So yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if we've got any fresh injury concerns. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, don't. Uh, I think Matty Cash is out for like. Oh yeah, of course he came days. off from Poland, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Ashley Young probably slotting in right back then. Well, yeah, <laughs> knowing him, he'll do some. He'll do something at Chelsea, like we're all you know running down yeah. for a goal, giving it that. So yeah, <laughs> we did before. So 
Yeah, it'll be good to see Duran get a few more minutes. Um, yeah. I know that he's very new to the league and he's very young, but and we've got to kind of ease him into it, but I think it'll be good to see him get a few more minutes. Um, excited for Cameron to come back, at, <laughs> whenever yes. that may be. Yes. <laughs> what a player. Super I mean, player, isn't he? Best free spot signing ever. <laughs> it's just like, of all the, you know, Gerard did not leave a good legacy of Villa, but if he left Bubakar Kamara, we can... Yeah. Give it's the one that. good thing to come out of his reign. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kamara, he's been fantastic, hasn't he, Kamara? He's real, it looks like a real premium midfielder, I think. Um, yeah, and he's still yeah. young. Exactly, yeah. What, was he 23, 22, yeah, 23? Yeah, something like that. I think he's um, had one-off game, maybe. Literally, yeah. Was it yes. probably that 4-2, that Leicester game, maybe? Yeah. Was it? And that's it. But other than that, like, he's been incredible. Just everything about him, isn't it? The positioning yeah. and... Not just his tackling, but when he has to push forward, he's... His awareness old. is... Yeah. Yeah. yeah think, how on earth did, like, Barcelona or... Yeah, Robbie, how what, did how you pick him up for free? <laughs> yeah. They were just asleep <laughs> at the wheel or something. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, but, Priyanka, you know, um, it's been absolutely brilliant to meet you and to chat to you. I've really, really enjoyed this. Um, but, you know, for those who uh, will want to follow the Villa Bellas online or follow mm-hmm. yourself online yeah. as well, where can we find you? So Villabellas is at Villabellas on Twitter and I believe at Villa.Bellas on Instagram mm-hmm. before the other way around, but I think it's that way around. Um, and my Twitter is at Prejasraj, so P-R-I-J-A-S-R-A-J. Um, so yeah, check us out. And for women in particular who want to get in touch with Villabellas, um, please like DM us on the Villabellas account. Uh, we've actually got a form so you can become a member of Villa Bellas um, and we're setting up a WhatsApp group and we're setting up a Facebook page and, and a newsletter as well. So hopefully we're going to start drumming things up um, more frequently now. And we've got a few things in the pipeline as well um, a couple of events and stuff that we want to put on. So that would be exciting. Um, but yeah, as and when that gets finalised, we'll, we'll post it on the socials. So yeah, definitely check us out, get in touch and especially as a woman, never feel like you're alone because you've got us here too. <laughs> That was the midweek social on All Villa No Filler with our guest this week, Priyanka Jasraj from the Villa Bellas.